The Paul Kaharski Podcast is brought to you by Yazoo Brewing Company, a Nashville original since 2003. Welcome into the Paul Kuharski Podcast. Pleased again to get a good guest this week. We're brought to you as always by Yazoo Brew, a Nashville's own finest brewery. Something for everybody. Uh, I say it all the time. It's not seasonal for, seasonal for me. I know it's seasonal for a lot of people. I'm partial to the Hefeweizen. Memorial Day weekend, my wife and I will be shopping for patio furniture for our recently expanded patio. And once we're on that expanded patio, I will be drinking a Yazoo Hefeweizen or several on that very furniture. And I'm sure my guest, Will Compton, uh, would be drinking one with me if he uh, were on that patio. Maybe he'll drink one on the bus where he's bussing with the boys these days. How you doing, Will? I'm doing good, man. Thanks for having me on, Paul. I much appreciate the time. Uh, miss you at OTAs. Always an adjustment when you lose uh, somebody out on the field uh, and in the interview atmosphere who you've come to uh, like and lean on for a good quote. What's it like to be unsigned? And I guess you're saying um, in your Twitter bio something like uh, maybe retired and doesn't know it. <laughs> That's just, uh, man, that, that's me having fun. That's like uh, when you're a free agent, like when we go to like NFLPA meetings and we're talking about free agency or veterans and things like that, it's like, you know, guys, they talk about taking care of the veterans and, you know, alumni and stuff of that nature. And it's like we always joke around like guys become free agents. They never get called again. And, lo, you know, honestly, low key, they're retired at that point. And they don't even know it. They're still training. They're still working out. They're still doing everything to stay in shape and play football. But ultimately, they're retired because they don't get a call again. So I thought it'd be hilarious to kind of uh, get on myself for that and just, you know, be be a little witty about it. What's the regimen like at this time? And uh, what kind of opportunities do you anticipate ahead? Uh, the, the day in the life right now, I train at uh, Vanderbilt University. Uh, coach Mason, uh, he does, he's awesome. He kind of lets me come and go as I please. Uh, the the uh, strength coaching staff there, they were my strength staff in Nebraska for the five years I was at Nebraska, and now they're in Vanderbilt. So it kind of works out perfectly. Them being in Nashville and having a space to, you know, train with the young cats and, you know, uh, keep myself in shape. But man, I, I'm working out all the time. And other than that, I, I keep myself, uh, occupied with busting with the boys and some real estate stuff. So uh, opportunities I see in the future, dude, who knows, you know, the drill, you know, how free agency works. Um, you're kind of just, you're waiting, you're waiting for somebody to call up the boy. And uh, when it, whether that's somebody bringing me in for a workout or somebody getting hurt and maybe I won't get called until August, maybe I won't get called till the end season. I don't know, man, either way, like uh, I'm having fun kind of doing, doing things off the field right now and keeping myself busy. What's the real estate venture? Um, well, recently I, I got involved in my first Airbnb here in Nashville. Um, you know, I'm in some uh, apartment stuff and I have a place in Destin, Florida, and just kind of doing some vacation rentals and uh, multifamily. But, you know, trying to be smart, be calculated with, you know, my the financial, um, you know, what what I've been able to reap playing football and kind of doing the right thing with it instead of being a, a, a statistic that ends up on the next 30 for 30 broke. All right. So uh, I'm going to drop in things here from busting with the boys and we'll certainly promote the hell out of it. But in this first, uh, first featured episode, episode one, 
where Delaney Walker was your guest, you got accused of being, uh, what did Taylor say that Taylor Lewan, the cheapest guy he's ever met, the cheapest <laughs> NFL player he's ever met. How did he play? He's always, you know, he's always busting my chops because anytime he goes out to eat, he wants to play credit card roulette. And I'm always like, dude, no, like I'm not, you, you, you're in a different category. Not that, not that, you know, obviously we can all afford it, but yeah, I've I like, mean, he's uh, got a, a gigantic, gigantic kind. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, dude, like, no, I'm not doing that. And, uh, he's just always, he's always getting on me because I'm always being financially conscious about everything. I kind of grew up. Um, I mean, he's a local guy now that I'm here, but I kind of grew up with the Dave Ramsey foundation of everything. My mom kind of got me involved in learning about that stuff. So I kind of carried that on throughout my first year on the practice squad. And it kind of carried over into my habits being in, you know, playing, being on the roster for a few years, but yeah, I'm just always conscious and being, I guess, frugal, so to speak, but I'm definitely, there's guys way worse than me. Give me some examples of your, uh, frugalness, your frugality. Uh, what what are you willing to splurge on? What might people be surprised that a guy who's had two NFL contracts doesn't spring for? Um. Well, I've man, that's a good question. So the first year I was on practice squad, I uh, I did the envelope system with Dave Ramsey, where you keep yourself on a pretty disciplined budget, and when the cash runs out of the envelope, you're out of that uh, certain. Um, subject that month. So you're giving yourself um, a, a an envelope, uh, a percentage of your salary. That's not percentage of salary. I because in the NFL you get your salary all within the season. Right. So you gotta you gotta make that last. You you know not all year round, but you wanna you wanna structure it in a way to use take a cut out of it like this. You know this is what I use this year, or this is what I'm gonna do on my monthly basis once I track my expenses and figure out okay I'm spending you know a lot in. Uh, to, I, I do Uber Eats too much. Like that was something I had to reel in recently is doing Uber Eats a little too much. So I'm like always consciously tracking my expenses in my bank account and stuff. And I, I like to stay active because I don't know, it's, I, I guess I kind of enjoy it. Uh, stuff I'll splurge on, I'll splurge on a good suit. I, I love, you know, dressing up every now and then. I also love dressing down. I, people see that I like to shop at Walmart. Um, wolf shirts. I, yeah, wolf shirts all the time, dude. Um, I've only went on a couple vacations. I didn't make my first. I drove my Hyundai Sonata. Uh, I drove my car all the way through college and then um, kept my Hyundai Sonata until my third year. I told myself I wouldn't make my first bigger purchase like a, a vehicle until after I played three years. Um, so I drove that around forever. And now I got, got me a nice little Ford. Uh I would say that's it. I'll spend my money on, you know, stuff where I can just like real estate. I'll spend my money in real estate on stuff that where I can kind of turn it, spin it around and generate income off of it. Another stream of revenue. I love being in the stock market. Uh, so yeah, those are some fun facts. Where do you uh, wear these suits that you might splurge on? Where do you, where do you like to dress up for? Uh, mostly uh, away games. And then also, you know, weddings, anything formal in the off season. But, uh, other than that, man, I'm pretty, uh, you know, I like a nice little fitted pair of jeans, a blank t-shirt, nice and fitted, show the boy, show the boy off a little bit, a little gold chain, keep it simple. And then other than that, I'm all wolf, wolf tees, sweatpants, shorts, that old deal. You love wolves. It hurts me that you're not on the team when they've declared that they need to bring in more wolves. 
Uh, uh, dude, I know that, that's painful, but you know, they, hey, my time will come, dude. What you said you'd go heavy on the uh, Uber Eats, or you've cut back a little on the Uber Eats. What, what are, where do you send Uber Eats to pick up your, your food most often? Top three Uber Eats destinations. Oh, that's a good question. That is a, that's a solid question. I, I feel like I'm of, doing pretty well so far. Yeah, I'm a big fan of, of Ginger Thai. That's probably my go-to. I'm a big Thai food guy. Love Thai food. How spicy do uh, you I get, uh, I get medium spice. Medium okay. spice guy. I change up the dish every now and then. You know, the cashew nut chicken, uh, the padka, padka prow crab. Padka pal crab. You sound Thai yourself. You sound Thai. Yeah. Um, the other spots, man, it might be, you know, when I splurge and want to get a little late night, late night ice cream, you know, you always got Ben and Jerry's or Jenny or Jenny's as, uh, they have in there. Um, what else? I think it is, uh, a Mexican spot, but I can't remember the name right now, but those are probably these, my go-to. Do you eat these crazy flavors at Jenny? Like, uh, uh, parsley, Turnip, no, no, I'm, I'm simple, cream. man. I, I gotta get, uh, I gotta get chocolate or caramel or something like that, something candy flavored, cookie candy, that kind of stuff. Let's go back to the uh, credit card roulette for a second. Was it Delaney who said, "Do not throw a heavy card into the hat for credit card"? Yeah, roulette. yeah, yeah. That yeah. was a great uh, tip. I thought. Yeah, he, yeah. Don't throw the heavy card in the hat because of the. Um, Whoever, when you do it, everybody throws their card in the hat and they kind of hold the hat up and they bring your waiter, waiter or waitress over and they tell them the deal like, hey, you're going to draw these cards out. Somebody, the first card say it's, say, Paul, your card gets drawn first. Paul, Paul, you're out. And it's like the last one standing has, has to pay for the entire meal, has to, has to foot the bill. And so he said, don't get a heavy card. If you throw a heavy card in there, when they're in there fiddling around with the cards, they feel the heavy card and they know it's like a more prominent person or they don't want to pick up that card nearly as fast. That's a very So they kind of they kind of understand what the card means anyway. Yeah. I I'm not a credit card roulette player myself. Uh, I don't run with such a crowd. <laughs> Dude, but I, 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 if I ever yeah, do get conned into it. Yeah, I'm not I'm not touching the heavy card. Uh, I, yeah. I think one of my cards is much heavier than than the other, but uh, I, I'm not touching it. Well, if, I ever th- come, if I ever, if hey, you ever come on the bus, dude, we'll do a we'll do a coffee run. We'll a co- coffee, yeah, okay. And we'll That's play good. credit card roulette for the coffees. Well, I would be thrilled to come on the bus, and we'll talk we more. We will talk more about the bus. Uh, what were the biggest differences when you? A ride. Well, let me save that. We're going to get the bus. We got to get the bus stuff in on the front end here. What? Here's my fear for the bus after listening to the first episode. Can I share my fears for you about the bus? Absolutely. Please. The the bus is going to get shut down because they're going to come to Lawan and they're going to say, we can't have you talking about the IV stuff, Taylor. It's too much inside baseball and it, it makes us look bad. And we've got somebody like Kuharski coming to us after he listens to that, uh, asking asking some questions for for our, our side of the story, and we just can't have it. Uh, you're you're uh, you're a big deal player on this team, and we're counting on you not to tell inside baseball stories like that. And then uh, then you're going to get on there, and he's going to as as bold as he is. Um, he's going to feel like he can't tell those insider stories. And then it's going to be watered down Lawan, and nobody wants to hear watered down Lawan. The reason we're listening to the bus is because we want to hear Lawan unplugged. 
and then there's going to be trouble on the bus. You know, that's, that's, uh, that's good insight. That's a, uh, good thoughts. Um, you know, when this, when the stuff comes out, when stuff comes out about the IV and, you know, the whole draft, draft to tight end thing, I immediately think I never want to put, uh, guys in harm's way with the Titans because I love the organization. I love, I want to protect those guys and we, we all do. And, uh, you know, they might come to them and, I'm sure Taylor will have a plan to come back and say, hey, there's certain things we might not be able to talk about. But that doesn't mean you can't get insight in other areas. It's not like you have to sit around and tell baseball stories about IVs or anything else. Like, you know, at the end of the day, we so, we're, we're, we'll still be able to sit down and have unique conversations and, uh, you know, get insight without having to say stuff that directly correlates with what, with what you're referring – with uh, the IV stuff you're referring to. Yeah, I think you're right, but I think it'll it'll wind up being a little bit. I I think the very nature of active players in self-created media is going to make you guys be. You're going to wind up being more measured than you think. I bet, which is I think uh, so. I think I think so too, and it's definitely a risk that it's definitely something where we're trying to we're we're wanting we're trying to get out of our comfort zone of this. We know we're the comfort zone that we're getting out in is kind of immeasurable right now until we kind of know what's going on until we kind of know what kind of beast we have. But again, I think we will, uh, we can navigate ourselves well through it. At the end of the day, I'm not, I'm not a, I mean, yes, I'm an active player, but I'm not on a team. Um, so, and again, priority number one is protecting a guy like Taylor because we know what kind of deal he's the Titans organization. And, uh, we're going to, we're going to do everything necessary to uh, take advice and take feedback from those people closest to him too, that are within the organization to kind of navigate that thing. Does Delaney really think somebody would pay four bills for a vintage t-shirt that he wore for five days and didn't wash? <laughs> I have absolutely no idea. That's uh, if he thinks so, I mean, he's the one who's in that space in industry. So he might, he, he kind of knows I have no clue. Me personally, I wouldn't. You're you very financially never, prudent. Yeah, you're not. Yeah, you're yeah. Not it doesn't sound bills. like you would buy one either. Like, <laughs> I, I'm not sure where he gets that idea, but he must know something that we don't know about. All right, let's take a quick break. You're listening to the Paul Kuhersky podcast. My guest is Will Compton. We're brought to you, as always, by Yazoo Brew. Uh, as I said earlier, I love the Hefeweizen. I drink it year-round, but you should definitely be drinking it in the summer. But they've got something for everybody. If you're not a member of paulkuharski.com, you're making a huge mistake. You get podcasts like this, including what's coming up after the break, private uh, Periscope and Facebook Live sessions, everything I write, guest columns from Blake Bettingfield, uh, and a spot in our private Facebook page. All the good stuff, all for just $5.99 a month or 12 months for the price of 11 A good guy like Will Compton gets comped. Uh, if you're not a member, go sign up, come back. If you are a member, stay tuned. We'll have a brief pause. We'll be right back with Will Compton, and we'll talk to him about how the Titans are going to get Wesley Woodyard, Rashawn Evans, and Jayon Brown all on the field at the same time. We're going to ask him um, – how much can Mike Vrabel and Dean Pease do to scheme up a pass rush when they might not be finding enough straight up the most difficult thing he's been asked to do as a football player and some more about busting with the boys right after this pause. The Paul Kaharski podcast is a joint production of paulkaharski.com and vocal. 
For more information and more programming, please visit vocalnow.com. That's V-O-K-A-L-N-O-W dot com. <laughs>